Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll, and you know what time it is. It's time for the Duff McKagan joke of the week. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan calling you. Hey, listen, uh, you know, not only did Eminem almost forget about Dre, but uh, he went on vacation back then, and he forgot Tupac. Thank you very much. Bye. The Duff music jokes are back. I love those. And thanks to Duff for hooking up the laughs every single Friday. And the Guns N' Roses tour starts up tomorrow night, Saturday, in Pennsylvania. It's going to be huge. Great to have live music and shows back. Great to be be back on the road. Charlotte was awesome last week for AEW Dynamite. And Fozzie is back on the road, too. We got a, a big festival in August at Brat Days in Sheboygan on the 7th. And then the Save the World tour gets underway on September 2nd. All tickets and VIP at FozzyRock.com starting September 2nd in Columbus, 3rd in Joliet, 4th in Belvedere, both close to Chicago if you guys are coming into town for, uh, is it All Out? Yeah, All Out, uh, September 5th. So the 3rd is about an hour from Chicago. The 4th is about two hours away. Then we got Kansasville on the 6th, Harrisburg on the 9th, etc., etc., etc. Don't forget Flint, Johnson City, Pittsburgh, Cleveland are all sold out so get your tickets now at FozzyRock.com. VIPs are almost sold out all across the tour as well. So go check that out at FozzyRock.com and get the tickets that you can get uh, that are available. And don't forget to come laugh with the Winnipeggers. New episode came out last night. Bad tattoos from bad portraits to misspelled words. Dave Ribo and I found some good ones. Join us every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on my Facebook page and my YouTube channel for new episodes of the Winnipeggers. You will have a laugh. All right, today... I got real-life brothers Sunil and Samir Singh, a.k.a. the Bollywood Boys, Herv and Gurv. They were recently released by the WWE, and they share the story about how they found out, why they were so shocked, the text they got from Bret Hart right after it happened, what they plan to do next. They are on a watch, uh, for sure, for their future. Gurv also talks about the freak dislocated shoulder injury he suffered during his last WWE match. Pure guts and courage uh, for Gurv to follow through on that, one of the one of the gutsiest performances you'll see. Plus, you hear about their run with Jinder Mahal, what inspired the Bollywood Boys gimmick, their social media exchange with The Rock, which was great, what they learned about comedy from working with R-Truth, the advice they give to the to the young kids that they're working with. And, of course, since they're Canadian boys, they got stories from the Tony Candelo Northern Death Tours. Uh, you're not going to want to miss those. Great stuff today with the Bollywood Boys. Harv and Gurv, take it away. All right, so returning to talk is Jericho after, gosh, probably three or four years is Harv and Gurv uh, Shira, uh, formerly known as the Singh Brothers. And um, it's interesting because when we first started talking, it was kind of at the beginning of the WWE journey. And as of right now, there's been a, a, a so-called end. I'm sure, not maybe completely not yeah. the end, but you guys have been uh, set out free. And... Um, but five years is a pretty good run yeah. in, in, in the company. So how do you guys, I mean, how did you find out and how do you feel about, about everything that's gone down that you've had a couple of weeks to breathe maybe? Well, it's funny you said five years because uh, on Facebook, the memories show up as what comes up that year or whatever. And I, I had just shared this post of this Cruiserweight Classic tournament that we had had five years ago. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is like five years ago on this day. And like, sure enough, that week. It all came crumbling down. <laughs> <laughs> they probably saw that post there. <laughs> Here's the ultimate rib. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny, though, because there were so many releases yeah. over the past Ooh. year. Yeah. And 
some were very surprising some you didn't even know they were still in the company and you guys were still working still coming down and, and doing your thing i'm sure it was a little bit uh, weighing on your consciousness sure. thinking every time these rounds of releases come i think it was like four massive cuts and within a year i don't think that's ever happened and so like we kind of i mean how many can you keep escaping you know <laughs> eventually you know and then i'm glad we made the last one if uh right now because the thing is we were sitting home for almost eight months when the pandemic first right and when that first set of cuts happened uh, yeah we were pretty much ready at that time yeah but to your point we were still uh sticking around and we still flew and came into work during the pandemic yeah. the last nine months and somehow just kept going and going yeah no i mean then kind of like there was a bit of a relief when the call came to in a weird way oh really yeah i, I feel like uh yeah you know we, like we never quite had a run or went for the tag titles whereas like it, it wasn't like something fell flat i don't think it was really us it was kind of made you know, we were kind of told it wasn't us. It was just this whole overall picture thing that's happening. And uh, like it was not like we got blamed for anything. Yeah, Man, all your guys are getting released mm-hmm. because of a certain thing. But like it was just, I guess what the company's going through right now, a phase. And we weren't really told as to why. We were just like, all right, cool. You know, how, how did you find out? It, well, so it's funny because on our days off, we go train at the ring up in uh, Vancouver there. And uh, we literally both had just pulled up, had our boots in our hands, knee pads and ready to break a sweat. And uh I think you got Harv had a missed call. I got the call answered, and yep, we're letting you go. And here's your 90 days. Okay, cool. And then you know, Harv five got years the, ends in 10 seconds. Yeah, it's kind of but, weird, right? Like, right. Like, but what a way to go out during wrestling. You know, just kind of like this because we always work out on our days off just to stay ready. There's no live events. There's no house shows right now. So for us, like getting in the ring and breaking a sweat every uh, on our days off is the way we operate. So getting that call is like okay, cool. Let's just put our boots on and. Did you still train? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. yeah. You still train. Yeah, well, like yeah, this. broke a nice little sweat. It was <laughs> those like heat wave in Vancouver. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was like, it was good timing in that sense. Well, it's interesting because you, you guys, the earliest memories of you guys is just showing up. Yeah. I remember seeing you in Toronto, Toronto 14 in, years ago in your suits yeah. and wherever <laughs> it was Calgary <laughs> or whatever it was and yeah. you guys would just be there like oh, we just thought we'd come here to try and get a look yeah. and it's one of those things where like you're, you're thinking geez like, are they, these guys are really wanting it yeah. but will it ever happen and it did yeah. yeah and we got to go back to Air Canada Centre where we met you at two years ago and we got to Port wrestle Saturday. yeah we got to wrestle there and you like, know, I, I feel like we had a really good run for guys who were, you know, smaller guys and coming out of the Pacific Northwest in Vancouver. We had five years was like, my God, like, and I, I think we could have lasted a few more. If, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like, again, with this overall picture thing, I don't think like I felt really good about what we, where we were headed, like our matches and like the overall feedback we were getting every week. Like we were, I think in the last eight months, we probably missed one or two weeks where we didn't do anything. And that was just because of flights. It wasn't like anything so on we were us. Booked practically every week. Hmm. So you know it's better to be booked than not booked. And when we met you, that was 14 years ago. So that's a long journey from. Right, sure it is. Where- it's interesting too, though, because like you said, that is a long trip from Vancouver to Orlando, and usually too, throughout the course of a year, we travel West Coast, East Coast, Canada, up, yeah. down, wherever. Yeah. But this was a year and change of that monster. Like I can't think of a further spot. Yeah, yeah from one end of the continent. From one to end the- of the country to the <laughs> continent exactly to the other. Platinum on every yeah. Airline right <laughs> the mileage was the miles were great, but like to your point, like. Uh, you know, if there was ever a time for us to feel threatened to get cut was last year when they made that batch of cuts mm-hmm. back in April. Because we were just sitting home for eight months, not knowing when we're going back to work or if we are or, you know, not until the borders open up. So, but we stayed yeah. there and then we got the call to go back to work. We were flying and uh, to my brother's point, I think we missed two shows and that was because of 
flight cancellations mm-hmm. or nothing in our hands. It's interesting too when you guys when the news got out that you were released, you had a lot of uh, people coming out and yeah. complimenting you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to go through some of the list of the guys because they're all over social media. Yeah, yeah um, we got, we make, I think Brett would be the first one that getting that text from Brett is like. You guys are always wearing Brett the Hitman shirts. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just like you know, kind of just like that Canadian was, homage. Yeah, <laughs> right. But we got we had Brett text us saying that don't worry, we'll be okay, and then. Foley, Randy, Randy, especially Randy's is the one that kind of like really surprised us because he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But being able to work with Randy and then earning and gaining his respect to yeah. the point where he put us on that pedestal when we it made us feel good. Like okay, we'll it makes be you look right. back at your career. You like, didn't expect that because there's like there's that great. Uh, Gif of I think it's you, Harvard yeah, Brandy, yeah, just yeah, yeah. dumping you on the yeah. table <laughs> on your head, and then going replay an eternity. Right? That's because you went up for him so well, right? Yeah, yeah no, he's got. Yeah, no, was that, I think that was the thing that you know when when we got that thing. I remember Shawn Michaels telling us like, if you get one bump, make sure it gets replayed, and like literally every pay per view. <laughs> it's like what that. they always say: maximize your minutes, no matter right, what, what you, you get. You always say that, right? Yeah, you, you get got, thirty seconds on screen, make the most of it, and that's right. what we did, especially during the gender run. Is like you know we know where the side characters of that whole run, but we're gonna make the most of uh, whatever opportunity we get when we get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So even if, like being at live events, like we'd always be like, hey, what bump can we take? Yeah. And we'd be getting gorilla pressed out of the ring on live events just because we didn't want to coast mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you know, like hey, we collecting just, a paycheck, collecting <laughs> a paycheck. So we'd be, like getting you know tossed out of the rings during live events and like we were like whatever. It was a while to get smart to the fact this is a live event, guys. You don't have to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because there are the moments when the TV with the cameras <laughs> yeah. on, but even your last match though, Gerva, yeah. you got hurt. Dude. I mean, I saw the clip. Of it. I mean, your shoulders kind of just hanging yeah, out there, yeah, like a, yeah. on a on a thread sort of thing. Tell us what happened with yeah, that. Yeah, man, just the, one of those freak accidents. Like, took a kick, momentum of the kick took my arm up in the air. I've had a dislocation before, but I mean, I've been good for like several years, and then sure enough, it just came out, and I was trying to put it back into socket as the match was happening, and it wouldn't go. And the ref was asking me, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good, I'm good," but I'm not. Right? I know my shoulders out. I'm messed up, but. Man, my opponent picked me up for a body slam. It had to be the most painful bump ever with the shoulder out. I thought as he's picking me up, I'm like, maybe the shoulder will pop back into place. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't happen. But, I mean, it was one of those things. I know nowadays you probably just roll out and call it a day and ride off into the sunset. But I'm like, I'm going to finish this match off. That's the way it's just ingrained. It's in my DNA. Right. You know, so uh, that was technically our last match, too. What's that? Yeah, that that was the last one. That was our very last match. Like what all the boys on TV, you Mm. know, like. What a way to go out, and uh, I was still trying to put it back in place. During the match, didn't happen, and rolled out of the ring after it was done. And medical took me to the back, trying to put it back in, wasn't going in. Sure enough, they took me to uh, the hospital, sedated me, and finally went into place. And Scotty Tuhati, coach down at the pro- performance center, he was with me the whole way, and he saw it happen. You know, mm. and he's a producer of that match that night. Right. So he appreciated it. You know, and even Shawn Michaels came up to me after the match, just saying, "Hey, saw what you did there, but you know." protect yourself too and mm. but i was like yeah you fighting went. spirit yeah right? yeah yeah i know all the old school guys would have done it <laughs> well at this point after 14 years you guys are almost old school yeah. this way, right? <laughs> that's my point <laughs> you would have done it <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that gender run because that was kind of the uh kind of the uh the high point of your run in wb i'd right, say yeah. would you agree with that yeah yeah, yeah. At for this sure, point, right? for that sure. was the thing that kind of internationally, for sure, like getting with India right now, like like fans from India are consistent. Like we're like you know we can't wait for these pandemic restrictions to end because it's like so much to work go out to there. India, right? Yeah. It's like we're getting bombarded with work, so we're like 
and that's because of the whole run we were able to be on that national platform. so there's what you're saying there's a lot of independents and companies running in india that want to yeah, bring you over yeah. even like movies man it's like i mean there's still much like but that's the love we're getting from all you know that the bollywood bollywood boys gimmick yeah. is a shoot now yeah yeah right? yeah that, bollywood brad pitt <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of one of the reasons why i always kind of thought that w brought you in amongst others was that you could go to india and be one of the one of the names from because i know they're trying to build that right. country right yeah. yeah and like even the show that they did in january it was technically i believe supposed to happen in india but they ended up taping it here in tampa oh. but uh because of the pandemic they couldn't run the show there i think they were supposed to do tryouts and a whole bunch of other yeah. cool things with like students from college school i believe and uh but it all kind of got postponed so they, they had a show at the pc that they no the, the show was in was it thunderdome yeah, thunderdome. thunderdome yeah, 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 yeah. it was for india specifically yeah, right? yeah. yes yes i, I, I remember believe that. yeah it was i believe it was superstar spectacular yeah, or something yeah, yeah. and yeah well, it was technically i don't know if it was probably going to be in india but yeah it was I, more you like think, sony sports in india yeah. what, what was the match uh well we that was kind of cool like we worked uh drew and those two in this year but like just to be in the ring with the wwe champ at that time we were like oh man we we're in the main event spot like you know kind of like that confidence of like hey man we're doing well like yeah. you know like mm. we're being put in different spots over the last five years like you know it's a roller coaster wwe ride you know you do the run with gender and that like three years later you're kind of in a main event situation for india which is yeah really cool but and the ratings for that show were ridiculous it's like Twenty-four million or something in India. In India, yeah. 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 I would imagine, especially for that match, because all you guys in there are from yeah, a lot of yeah. from India, have yeah. Indian and backgrounds. Our right? job specifically for that match was to shine up and to share, which was totally fine with us because that's what we're known for is shining up people and making them look like a million bucks. But uh, for us, like to my brother's point, was to be in that main event spot, put in that position where all the higher ups were watching this show. You know, so for us, that was like a you guys are doing pretty good for us. <laughs> it's interesting because you guys do have the reputation of, like you said, being the guys that kind of make other guys look good, which is a great place to be in. Right. But when you're talking about shining up into sheer, into sheer, into sheer, into sheer. So they're kind of like a, a, a younger, you know, tag team from, from India, whatever. How do you guys shine them up with the experience that you have? Like what kind of advice did you give them? Well, we were like one, like we knew we had to take the bumps that were going to get replayed. But at the same time, like, um, putting together a match i think that was their first match first so second match, putting together yeah. a match that was easier for them and talking to them and hindi and yeah. punjabi and kind of leading them you guys through. the same yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so it kind of just like that and the fact that drew was in there and he was the wwe champ to be like just in that spotlight of mm -hmm. that it calmed everything down you know that you know that was a big thing for them you know it, it was a taped show however they know like there's only one take here there's no there's no like okay stop let's redo that you know this right. is one take so to my brother's point when we were putting it together just as simple as possible as easy as possible for where they were at and they did really well i mean like you know have no trouble uh yeah communicating and remembering everything that we talked about so uh they were happy with it the coaches were happy that's the main thing you know getting the pat on the back from hunter and sean and everybody else that was like just go out there and make those kids look good and like, they're not even really kids they're like our age but <laughs> <laughs> to your point you're kind of like you know like the gender point was probably like the most like tv like time we were having but i think the most fun we had was this last yeah 100 nine months because we were working every week yeah. or we we're like 15 16 on 205, yeah, on 205 yeah, yeah. 15 16 minute matches we're working a lot of the newer guys so we're like being put in spots to carry them which forces you to step up and you know you got like sean giving you feedback terry taylor who i can't say enough good things about terry taylor I great like guy we, yeah. i feel like as performers we turned a corner yeah just being terry watching our matches and giving us feedback like mm -hmm. it was like coming back and if terry's like i didn't like that and then the following week he's like that was 
great. You knew he's telling the truth. But he's explaining. He doesn't lie. No. Yeah, he, doesn't, no. He, he doesn't have a filter either. No, no. that's what well, That was the shits. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. so when a guy like Terry's like, awesome. Yeah. You're like, I'm on a roll. But like, he, if, if you're the shit, he'll tell you why it was a shit. Mm. You know, yeah. not just say you're he'll, the shit. He'll sit down with you and like. Yeah. Break it down. The yeah. psychology and the reasoning behind it. And like, to my brother's point, like those eight months, like in-ring confidence and where we were at oh man it was beautiful we even told creative that was running 205 at that time we're like just bring us down no matter what like we'll we'll film a promo we'll we'll work we'll do whatever like for that show just we because we were making up the time lost sitting home for nine months and that's why like Mm. during the pandemic so yeah it's a long flight they were even asking do you guys sure you want to make all these like you damn right we do Mm. because we want to make up for the time lost our confidence is going through the roof and we're learning so much you can't right Right now, without live events, you're not going to learn this stuff anywhere else. Yeah. And you're getting real-time feedback as you're walking through Gorilla. Because, Chris, you were there when two, uh, 205 may have just started out. Just has started, Or, yeah. like, Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Yeah. Man, after those tapings, there was it was Ghost, Ghost Town, Town in Gorilla. Mm-hmm. There was nobody left. You had a couple of producers. That's about it. But, like, all the higher-ups were gone. So you're just working for, no, like, really nobody yeah. can give you any You feedback. can have the greatest match, and there's nobody there. Yeah. Exactly. And then, yeah. kind of, like, even though there was a bit of relief when we got, like, go, it, there was some shock because... Man, we were working every week and it was like the feedback was great <laughs> you know like it wasn't like it was anything we could have like really uh, did they film 205 the same nights they filmed nxt yes. nxt yeah. yeah so you are getting hunter and sean yeah and yeah, and those yeah. Type of yeah. Guys. And, and i know we built a great relationship with sean yeah. in those eight months because we'd like well, he would appreciate us as a as a former smaller guy right not That's now exact- but at the time he yeah was yeah small, right yeah. and then we'd had so many great talks with them about like where we're headed and like you know stuff like you know what we could do or like the last match and like man we were like our confidence was like <sighs> Hmm. Like, like he knew that it. we were strong character guys, but he's like, there are certain points where in the match psychology wise, where we can implement the character stuff, not like just do it for the hell of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, maybe place that dance or this cockiness here after this spot or whatever it may be. But it was yeah. just picking his brain and learning. You can't buy that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, where else are you going to learn from Shawn Michaels? You know? right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. That's stuff you can take with you forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. And then impart that into other people, sure. other younger guys that yeah, you work yeah. with. And for. he was another guy that reached out to us after we got released, just saying, hey, man, like, wherever you guys land, just know that th- place would be lucky to have you guys. I think, yeah, and that was Terry Taylor was pretty yeah. much like, you guys are TV ready. Yeah. And that's, TV wrestling is a lot different than mm-hmm. professional wrestling. And then for, when Terry said that to us, we were like, you know, we're kind of like ready to now take that wherever we need and to, to take your it point right there chris as well like the gender run was great for us as far as getting that international exposure but once we started working here in the last like set, we almost felt like we were making up because during the gender run we were on the sideline just watching from the outside in but being in that ring there's nothing like it yeah mm-hmm. you know that tune mm-hmm. and just doing that like the last several months just yeah it was the most fun we had did you because you guys always had a lot of creative ideas with the you know the backstage videos that you would do and all that different stuff and a a lot of it is smart because you you want to keep yourself on on screen if you're not on tv then we'll do our own thing sure and instagram all that sort of thing did you guys pitch a lot of stuff creatively as well oh yeah yeah (laughs) tell us about some of the ideas that you had man we had like these ideas where we could have done like vignettes well i think just the character alone like the bollywood character like i always felt that every character has been done in wrestling Mm -hmm. but there's never been two indian actors (laughs) bollywood is the biggest movie industry in the world and it's a thing yeah it's it's a real thing it's not like a make-believe thing it's it's the biggest movie industry in the world and like we're playing these characters like okay there's so much you could do like the vignettes the promos the like the entrances the entrance alone like getting down 
dancers and whatever and like we we pitched having like uh extras who wrestle for us and it was actually the indashir who was yeah. supposed to be like we'd come out and like sit on our chairs and they dress up like us and they do our matches for us like stuff like that and i mean yeah i mean whether it got approved I mean, or not another person like john cena for example he was really good with us as far as giving us feedback on talk about why bollywood is bigger than hollywood talk about why the actors are better than hollywood actors talk about why you as bollywood actors are better than the other 205 wrestlers or whoever is on that roster so like we had all these ideas and i remember pitching this one where um where um to my brother's point like we not 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 have like industry do the match but like have them beat them up and then we slide in and they would wear our tassels they're you like, know they're like they're your stuntmen yeah exactly yeah, right. so you know I, we always thought that would have been cool but uh you know to my brother's point. yeah no i mean i mean we, we wanted to do like we had a like a talking segment yeah. that we wanted to do it was like i think we call it the casting couch or something yeah, like, casting couch, yeah. like you know like, like the sleazy indian movie producer <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we started filming on our own and but it's like, until you get it on tv you could do that so much on social media until you get that and even when during the pandemic we're sitting we bought a we went out and bought a green screen and mm. just knocked out videos talking yeah, I saw them, yeah. yeah Some of them, we yeah. were just putting out anything that clicked you know mm. and that was like that was the frustrating part is like you're, you know you're trying to connect with and trying to show but you know there's only so many ideas you can pitch till you're blue in the face and right, like, right i mean you've been in this business long enough you just you try but you can't be mad about it because they gotta they have you, other ideas you, know? you guys are very charismatic though and you want to be able to show right, that right. and that's i think with the gender run i think we got stripped a lot of that so i remember uh when we got the chance to finally be ourselves again we we're like okay like who are the two most successful guys who transitioned from like that managerial role to yeah. wrestlers with two guys stood out was road dog and ddp and we like hey, what did they do they were so charismatic they were over the top and we kind of try to do that with like i remember like like the ventura like look with the do rags yeah. and the long earrings and a lot of it was just like let's just try shit mm. and i don't know if it's gonna work but let's just go the opposite route yeah. like the flashy gear and we spent like five six seven grand on gear like <laughs> whatever it took to really get away from all that the dress shirt look yeah be like because hey, we is went from wearing like flashy clothes to like just slacks and uh the that's what they had with Jinder. That's because that's probably what they wanted you to yeah, do, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were so. like, okay, so we. And because you were like his assistants or right. his yeah. minions yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And then I remember when we went back to 205 and Adam Pierce, the producer for at that time, he was like, hey, listen, I already got guys who can do all the flips and the dives. I just need you guys to be those shitty heels that you guys were, you know, just a few months ago. So, you know, yeah. we were just playing up that role and being those uh, cocky, arrogant heels that who are better Bollywood mm -hmm. actors than yeah. heels. <laughs> It's tough because, it, it, you know, it was hard for all of us the, the last year when there was no fans. And, right. you know, even Thunderdome or, like, AW, we had 500 fans or whatever. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, do you think that it would have been easier for you and better for you, and I already know what you're going to say, if there was crowds there to react well, yeah, to some no, of these ideas sure. that you're having? Yeah, I know, like, in the, the, the Capitol Wrestling Center that's been set up, right. those, that crowd is very, like, they get into it. Is that a real crowd? It, there, I think there was like a uh, hundred people. Yeah, gotcha, a couple hundred. Gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, even, but they were dancing, but I don't think that would translate on TV. So we felt like there was like 500, 600 people About dancing. 5,000 like there normally would be. And, like, I, and I think what the great thing was because there was a return audience of whoever was in Orlando. They would see us every week like, oh, they're back. They're back. Yeah. They're working. They're working. And we were booked, like I said, every week. And you could see the transition from when we came back to like just our last few matches where like people were really like, we had our characters down. The work was there and we were like that's why it was like we felt we were like 
okay, it's it's come all coming together. The character work, the gimmick, the, yeah. the matches, and we were feeling really good about everything. So you kind of then it was kind of a shock then when you got the call. Kind of, bit, yeah, yeah. 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 But there Especially, was with, I know there was talks of, um, or there's still I don't know if there's still talks or not, but like doing a NXT India show. Oh, right. So you know when you you were like okay cool and we felt like we were we may be the guys that help the the newer kids coming into the performance center from india help them lead the way and you know so that we we, we felt like okay that might be something that w- they can rely us on mm-hmm. right there's also uk i know that yeah. we, that was talked about you like, talked about sending us to, over to the uk and, and do nxt that. uk just we wanted to work wherever right there's only so much real estate on 205 or nxt or yep. raw smackdown so but there's so much work within the company we're like send us over to the uk and mm-hmm. that was the thing 205 was like a 25 minute show and yeah. we'd always have a tag match on there you mm-hmm. know and like when there's like a roster full of guys that could have been so that's why we always like I guess we're doing something right yeah. when we're, right. We're, we're we're flying 18 hours from Vancouver every yeah. week. We didn't want to. Yeah, we were flying in. We're like, we're not leaving until we've accomplished something, which is like do whatever it took to your point. Film something for social. Do something for your own Twitter account or something just to make the most of your time and maximize your minutes. Mm-hmm. So. So so I want to go back to the, to the gender thing because there's a couple of cool things about that. But so what what's the idea now? Like obviously you said it was a little bit of a relief. I'm sure there's a little bit like you know when your girlfriend breaks up with you, so you feel a little bit like mother. <laughs> now that it's been a couple of weeks to clear your head, now that the borders are opening up, because right. we talked about this earlier, living yeah. in Canada yeah. was not easy to get into the states. Yeah. What's your idea now? Indies trying to wait until it opens up more or you have ideas for the states can you get yeah, into I mean, the states yeah yeah we could get into the, the states and i think it was crazy when it happened like the messages we got from like singapore yeah. like india and like i guess there's 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 shows happening there where people are like hey this is yeah. the dates we're having like all these middle uh the middle, middle east, east promoters yeah. like and we're I'm like sure there's a lot of them over there too yeah and, and we're like over there right? yeah and yeah. that kind of blew my mind and i, I you know it's just and like, the uk has got such a strong indian fan base as well that you know big they, time they yeah. want to bring in they we've already talked to a f- you know a couple of people like you never know who's serious and right. who's just gonna kayfabe you after like when you tell them what you asking and what the deal mm-hmm. is right but i mean i know like india it's opening up a lot of uh, promotions and you know, schools are popping up everywhere, but you got to be careful where you go because you can't just pick up any, any random book mm. as well. So we got to protect our brand in that sense. But to your point, the world's opening up, you know, and uh, I feel in the next 90 days here, once it all settles down, we're going to be okay to be, especially right now because, uh, you know, to my brother's point as well, overseas, there's so much happening. Everyone's mm. trying to capitalize on the wrestling and there's there, well, the, I think the, the market like, so hot the real estate of being on WWE TV yeah well, that, that made forever yeah. you know and that, like that's when the release happened obviously then when you start getting these like whatever like promoters messaging you from all these places like right. Philippines and like yeah I'll come out to the Philippines <laughs> but it's like you don't think like but it's like man that, that holds a lot of value and oh yeah you, and you, that you excitement do, is there you could do signings for the next 30 years yeah. if that's what you wanted to do northern well, Manitoba right, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean there's a lot in the states too I mean sure. that, I think once again there's been such a bottleneck of people just waiting to go out and do things I mean there's a lot of big matches for you guys to have in, in this country even yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean there's so many tag teams out there I and mean, we talked about name some that you yeah I mean um Pretend there was no companies. Who would you just like? Yeah, to no. I, we've always wanted to lock up with FTR. Mm. You know, we talked. We used to talk about it during our NXT run, and when they were in, on SmackDown and Raw, we would always talk about it because at that time they were doing their thing, but we were still with gender. So we're like, once we get loose here, hopefully we can lock That'd up. That'd be so. a great hard hitting. Yeah, yeah. You guys would beat the crap yeah, out of each other. Or like other. Yeah. even the Young Bucks. You know, two mm. brother tag teams. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. Similar, they've been past, and like we never even 
cross paths, but I, mean, I, feel I think where we're before you have two brothers locking up tag teams that that's there where we're lucked out now. Before when we're trying to make it, we're stuck in the Pacific Northwest. Right. Nobody was, you know, now with it's the, hard up there. Yeah, now yeah, with remember, the WWE yeah. coming like with that background, now it's like okay, the you know now the world's opening up for us. And that was the issue we used to have when we we're on the Indies. Like yeah. we're just stuck in Calgary. Like, why should mm-hmm. we book you? Why should we bring you? And up? now and it's like but getting all these offers around the world, and it's like. Yeah, like even Japan, man. Like I remember us wanting to love to go to Japan, but it just never yeah. fruition because you're in Vancouver. It's too yeah, far. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, it was yeah. always that issue. And even Impact Wrestling, they got some great tag teams that we'd love to. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like the, the I think the Good Brothers versus the Singh Brothers is a dream match right Bollywood there. Bollywood Boys, come on, come Bollywood come Boys. On. Can you use Bollywood Boys still? Yeah, yeah. We, we use it on the Indies. All right. Yeah. As long as you trademarked it, you got to trademark that shit. You don't believe us. If not, you call yourself the Bollywood Boys. Yeah, there no one will know the difference. Sleazy Indian movie producer. Exactly, Bollywood. So the Good Brothers versus the Bollywood Boys, I think would be great. That's another one right there. Um, you guys have a lot of ideas, and that's what I really appreciate about you guys. Where do you get the inspiration for your ideas? Oh. Uh, the movies. I know, like, Bollywood movies. I mean, going back to what we talked about, it's never been done. Yeah. The characters you should pull up some of the old school trailers or Bollywood like we, movies. Like, well, the, tell us about some of like them. Like, the t-shirt we just finally got. Before we got released, we had t-shirts. <laughs> which is like the, the funniest thing in the world. Oh, man. I remember TJ was like... He, he was like, well, that's always a good sign. <laughs> like three weeks later. And Canada can't even get the shirts. There. But we, the we sent like Bollywood movie posters. Like Bollywood movie posters are so larger than life. They're colorful, like dancers. And like, hey, can we do something like this? And they, they love the idea. So we got t-shirts finally made. Yeah. Um, just we, all these movies that the American audience hasn't seen. And we wanted to do trailers, like parody the trailers of them. And sometimes you do need uh, like a little bit of a backing of like a social media team to help you out. So we'd always like, Hey, let's do it. And then something would come up the following week at TVs where it would never happen. But it's like, man, it was like ideas were, <laughs> you know, we would do well, you know, another thing is like people forget like, um, Indian actors, Bollywood actors, their fan following is bigger than most Hollywood mm-hmm. actors. I mean, the biggest movie star, Shah Rukh Khan, yeah. he's got like over like what? 200 million, million followers on Twitter. What's it's his name? Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah, and like he's one of those actors that went from like it's a rags to riches story. Like literally, like you know, I, I I did this music video in India. It has like 10 million views, and it was like, like it's it's really like just cheesy. totally <laughs> cheesy. Like me standing drinking water, like total baby face. Like, right. but and it's, <laughs> drinking and water like trying, a baby trying, baby. To the, <laughs> trying to win the girl over, win the girl over, <laughs> gotcha, right? Yeah. But I mean, I remember wanting to like, we, can we do that on TV? Look how huge of a Bollywood star I am. Whether it's true or not like mm. it's, there's some legitimacy to that and like all this stuff that we could have done it's like when you were on WCW like back in like early like, you were still the, the you were playing that rocker rocker mm. gimmick but like you didn't have what you like at what now with right. Fozzie, but but you still believed in and fans believe right. it. So right. I feel like we're we're in that similar spot where like people know we're not legitimate Bollywood actors, but if we tell the audience why we are, perception is reality. Perception right. is reality, right. and right. we can do this vignettes with the green screen and sh- you know do like a cheesy. If you if you watch like Bollywood trailers from the eighties, they're so cheesy and like ridiculous looking that it would pop the audience. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. Like one thing that actually did help us when we were doing the 24-7 title with R-Truth, yeah. we were putting out these dance videos with right. The Rock. Yeah. And he was responding to all of them and yeah. that helped us a lot with the company because then we're like, oh, The Rock's responding to yeah. it. <laughs> How, what do you mean dance videos? Like, so we would rock. take like The Rock's, uh, what was Hobbs and Shaw and we yeah. would dub Bollywood music over it. 
Ah, I saw like, a fight scene or something. Gotcha. Or like it breaks out into a Bollywood like, dance like, like The Rock breaks so into the edit. Yeah, yes, and then yeah. it breaks out into a Bollywood dance scene. Like, because that's sometimes Bollywood movies are like that, where it's like you're about to fight the bad guys and it's a huge, like, <laughs> big dance scene. And like that kind of stuff really helped. But we're like, we need to get that on TV. We're doing it on our social mm-hmm. when it's getting hits and like that kind of stuff. Has when retweet- the machine gets behind you, it's so much easier. Of course. Right. So you would post these things and The Rock would respond. Yeah, we, yeah, gave, we gave The Rock a Bollywood, a Bosker. So we're, we were, a Bosker. Yeah, so we called our, our Bollywood award a Bosker. And we got a text like from the office saying, hey, um, it's too close to Oscars. So you can't use it. I can't use that going forward because the idea was to kind of start using it on TV. But right. Bosker's so close to Oscar, they like kiboshed it. So, but we gave The Rock a Bosker for some award he had won that week. And he responded back saying how grateful he was. And he knows we're bullshitting him, but he's like sure, playing he along, along with it. it and that, he understands yeah, what we're trying yeah. to do. So when we met him actually uh, at the very first set of tape, uh, SmackDown tapings in uh, LA a couple of years ago we told him hey thanks a lot like you know we know you know where like he doesn't need to retweet yeah you don't need to retweet any of our shit we're just two guys trying you know get over right, on, right, right, uh, right. and like trying to make our characters work but he appreciated what we did and he told us the same thing he's like just keep throwing shit against the wall see what sticks and maybe somebody's watching it from the back and be like hey you know what let's put that and on th- and that's the thing we walked that away from it. he's like you just gotta throw shit against yeah. the wall like right, well, it's yeah. hard sometimes yeah. to keep that's why when we even when we got released it wasn't like oh we're gonna go and cry or like not leave the house for four hours hours or like whatever it was more like hey okay let's train let's keep running idea let's revamp our characters let's tweak it here maybe change our name here or whatever maybe mm-hmm. but it whatever was, maybe right yeah so we, we we still got that rocky balboa fighting spirit in us man. yeah yeah well you made it once right After exactly all, like, like to me the fact that you were always showing up and always around yeah and then it finally happened yeah i know? mean 14 years ago like you said when we met you that was just us lying to uh air canada security that we were booked as extra talent we weren't and we just name dropped tr and <laughs> we had our eight by tens in hand bumping into you well, and something then, you kind of just said right now I, I always feel like like the fact we made it to wwe we can make anything happen yeah right because i mean again like when like like we're on the indies like everyone's like oh, you can't make it you yeah. can't make it but well i mean and like i said it all goes in relative stages in 1990 when i started i was small yeah You'll never make you too small. And go down the generations, you yeah. probably got it too. You'll never make you too small. You guys want to be the WWE? Bah, no yeah. way. Not realizing that size isn't important and not as important as it used to be more. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's then that's mentality. If we did it there, you know, okay. Right. And All lasting right. five years, like you said, you know, for like two right. guys under six feet, under 200 pounds, like we can't overcame a lot of odds. And that's just because we, again, we don't like... Yeah. We don't give up easily. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not like we throw in the towel. And, and I feel like our WWE run, sorry, is, is like, there was like, we were always used. If, yeah. Even if we you know, we weren't on like the main, like we did the the Cruiserweight Classic, then the gender thing happened. And then we started doing stuff with R-Truth yeah. for the 24-7 title for about a year. And from there, okay, we're putting you on 205 and like always consistently booked. Yeah. There was very little. At one point, I think we were on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and 205. There was like four weeks so we were, were like, like <laughs> where, what brand are these guys on? Just <laughs> all over the place, right? Yeah, but we're like, hell well, Let's yeah. talk about some of your favorite ones. Let's talk about the 24-7. That yeah. looked like it was a lot of fun. You guys were actually WWE champion. Yeah. Yeah. Champion. Yeah. Were you sharing it? Or yeah. I don't know. We weren't sharing it. I think I pinned him at uh, the garden, to be oh, honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you pinned line. him in the garden. Yeah, I pinned yeah. him in the garden. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, so yeah. we have this one picture where, like, I think, um, remember when Brett Owen worked and, like, Owen, or I think Brett's got his arms up in the uh, frustration. <laughs> me and Harv had a spot in that match with Truth where, like, Har- Harv and I started going at it and he pushes me and he's got his arms up in the air. So, it's like, a cool little visual of Brett <laughs> Owen 
in the same. <laughs> I, I told this story, but it's like Michael Hayes made us appreciate those moments. Yeah. You know, like where you're like, okay, like nobody grows up wanting to be 24/7 champ. <laughs> like it's not like you and you when you're doing it, it's ah oh, yeah, I understand it's entertaining. But I remember Michael Hayes as I came back, he's like, appreciate this. You're walking out of Madison Square Garden during a sold out arena with a WWE title. Yeah. And I'm like yeah you know you have to appreciate that because he's yeah, like absolutely. otherwise you're you're gonna always be like it's about oh, maximizing like, minutes i know we keep going yeah. back to that but that's true i mean working with our truth was amazing because he's been around for years Dude, and a like, lot of stuff we were calling in the yeah. ring and like that's the stuff like you learn timing from our truth <laughs> the comedy yeah and, like, tell us what's like what was the story with our truth that you guys were involved with I, I, we, that was a, oh, unfortunately the full story never got told because yeah. oh. you know how it is it's cut off it's yeah. all right well you, tell it now well <laughs> it, it was supposed to be he was gonna start producing bollywood movies as we were 24 7 champs and he was going to take it off we were we pitched an idea where we were going to book out like a ballroom a ballroom where we had bollywood dance and he was a director from india or was he a dancer i think no he was going to be a director from okay. india and, and and as the scenes being directed he was going to come in and roll us up and it was supposed to uh, it never never, it never happened. happened but like going back to your point like what's truth like there's so many other like just cool more like he couldn't tell us apart. Like, you, you, hmm. this thing or that thing, you know? Because, so, you know, the Bollywood boys look the same, right? <laughs> so it was a lot of comedy and timing. Timing was the key with the truth. You can't, you, there, there's, there's comedy in wrestling, but there's timing comedy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we learned the difference between the two. And even at live events, when he would come out, and I remember there was one uh, match we did where um, I think we had planned it where the opening segment, uh, the opening spot was, like, whatever it was but the crowd was so hot and behind him he's like hey next time i have my back towards you guys just jump me because you'll get the heat right away so we're like shit like you know we were thinking about the spot we had planned and we're mm -hmm. like okay no but this calling stuff on the fly and learning and doing calling yeah. audibles with truth is something you can't like sure you can't learn that but for somebody like a veteran like him shit just jump me. longevity also yeah, just longevity. Mm -hmm. you know those talks we used to have in the locker room yeah. like you know you know how it is right like mm -hmm. you go out do your thing and him like look how long he's been around yeah mm -hmm. he's been around for a very and long always time. in a spot exactly yeah, yeah. because he's made always, because he can do anything though. that's the thing he yeah. can be he hasn't been in a while but he can be serious when he needs to exactly be. he can be comedy when he needs to be he can yeah. sing he can dance he can do whatever whatever that's what the position you want to be in exactly and that's you guys have that experience to be able yeah. to do that yeah. now too exactly. as well yeah for the five years, I feel like we were kind of like that. Like, okay, put him here. Yeah. Okay, put him here. Okay, mm -hmm. put him here. And like always adapting. And we always and made it work no matter what situation. Right, we were right. In. Let's talk about the Punjabi prison oh, match. Oh, oh. That's a vicious match. And, and, and to be honest with you, I can't, who was in the one that you guys were in? Uh, with Randy. Randy yeah. and Jinder. Jinder yeah. So the one prior was Big Dave. Batista versus Kali, uh, versus Kali, yeah. which was not great because I remember the Punjabi prison was oh, falling dude. down, and yeah. oh. it's Kali. He's a big guy, yeah. not the most mobile of guys. This was a different style of match, and a much better the second time yeah. around uh, with you guys involved. But there were some pretty serious uh, oh. bumps and bruises in that one. Yeah, well, we had to do a rock paper scissors of who takes the fall off the top because as soon as we saw, it, we we're like, well, you know, one of us is coming yeah. off the top there, right? So, <laughs> so is it rock paper scissors in who gets to do it? Yeah, <laughs> you probably want it out. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it should be rock paper scissors who, as who doesn't get to do it. I win, you get to do it. No, that was one of those things we but knew. But we wide, we, we were excited. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah. And I remember talking to Randy a couple of weeks before and pitched the idea to him, and he's like, yeah, we'll get it done. You know, and that's that's the thing. Like, if he didn't want to do it, you know, because I always not the story doesn't make sense or whatever. But he wanted to put that spotlight on us and you know in, in a situation where it didn't need to be about right. us he made it like those 10 seconds about us you know mm. and but yeah if, i mean that thing i'm like i remember climbing up and during the match i mean if you watch it as randy's punching me i'm climbing up even more instead of like working down because mm -hmm. i'm like
I think I could go higher. I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I, I might as well. Now, is it, a, is it a cage or is it those like, like bamboo shoes? Yeah. Are they attached bamboos. to a cage? No, I, I don't think so. Are, are you, what are you, shimmying up the bamboo? Yeah. Shoot like a monkey <laughs> or something? Like, or? like Mowgli, right? <laughs> yeah, Mowgli, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a hard Ball, man. So, because I, I remember it was a. Did you go through a table? Yeah, there was no padding, nothing. I was legit just coming down a table and the floor. Wow. And did, I, now, do you? How do you? And he's so light. They were just hoping they broke the table. Well, yeah, right. Bounced <laughs> off it, right? Yeah, no. Last time I was ready. Picked you through the table. You <laughs> had it like, in your head. You just flipped right over. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it hurts. I don't think people. <laughs> See, really? Well, yeah, just no, no kidding. No, no, let me ask you a question. Did you really rock, paper, scissors for it? No, he's no. messing with me. <laughs> I was out wondering. No, but we did talk about, you know, obviously that spot needs to happen. Mm. We got to gotta make that memorable. And I think it goes back to, we were just trying to earn our keep. Yeah. We didn't want to be like, oh shit, when this run ends, are we done? We wanted to be like, yo man, we, we can belong. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I mean, I know like getting, like Randy was like checked up on me and like yeah. getting a text from Foley after oh, that yeah. was first like, guy to message him saying you know just like Mick really likes you guys yeah. yeah and like stuff like that means a lot like you know where like you do something and he, like it's that. a guy like Mick who inspires those falls and Sean right. you know from the very first hell in the cell right. we're like right. shit like if you're hanging just you know. that was the first one that Sean fell yeah. through the table right right yeah. right, right. that goes back to like just we just the whole I think the best way to summarize our run is just, we're just trying to earn our stripes Mm -hmm. You know, we want nothing handed to us, and uh, I feel. Um, I mean, we could have easily just walked in and just like coasted along and just like, okay, we're getting a you know, weekly paycheck. Stay under the radar. Yeah, no, man, as we were just possible. no, we like, just wanted to really earn our stripes and make it the old school way. The earn that you know, you earn your shit. Yeah. Basically, mm -hmm. like we weren't really cutting promos or anything during that time, yeah. so like we could only get over with our bumps. Yeah, and that's what you were there to do. Yeah, yeah exactly, the right, bump guys. Yeah, because exactly. I remember the, like was it Brock that dumped you guys? Yeah, in the head too? Yeah. Like, yeah, just vicious looking yeah. bumps. Where I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. guys. Yeah, We've, we felt those, and I think. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how hard we worked during yeah. that run. At the and even like the the bumps with AJ, like that second rope uh, Styles clash, clash, clash on like, SmackDown. Like that was right away. We're like, yo, one of us will take it from you. And, you know, because we saw him doing it on Impact back in the day. We're like the Super Styles Clash. Boom. That, you know. Yeah, let's so do it. would run in just to take these big bumps. Yeah, but let's, yeah. let's jazz them up a bit. Right. Even like yeah. even with Brock's, we were like, you know, hey, man, like let's make them look good. We're gonna get we're gonna get tossed anyways, right? So you told Brock make it look good. No, no, we told ourselves let's make him look good. I don't make him look good anyway. So it's funny because before we went out, we were just talking about Saskatchewan because he's up there somewhere, hoping to get some kind of connection. He looked at you like what? I remember my belt coming apart when he chucked me across the ring. I'm like, oh yeah. At least my pants stayed up. Oh yeah. No, there was there was some bad ones there. But it's uh, interesting, though, because you guys are always kind of uh, posting inspirational yeah. posts on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, when, when you, you were on a, a, the yeah. golf course or wherever you were, yeah. talking inspirational posts. Yeah. Like, What is the mindset behind constantly doing this? Oh, man. I mean, I, I think that's just, just who we succeed. are. Yeah. Mm. You know, we want to feel like there's so much left to do. Yeah. So much. I mean, a lot of our success and our drive motivation comes from our parents. You oh, know, okay. you got you got to remember, like, uh, I might get choked up here and apologize in advance. Nothing but, wrong with uh, that, man. You know, like, I think our parents took our release pretty hard. You know, Did they? yeah, because for them, like, like, like our dad's an immigrant. Yeah. Like, he drove. He's a bus driver. Like, oh, he's okay. like a blue collar. Yeah. You know, works in Vancouver, like the depot, and like clocks in, clocks yeah. out. And his, his sons are in WWE. Yeah. Like right. the badge. Nobody, of honor, nobody was like, more proud of where we were at or what we were doing than our father. Like, right, you know, for yeah. him, it's like such a wow. My sons are up there, so but. I took a couple of weeks for him to kind of like, we told him, like, dad, like, 
the world's opening up we're gonna be fine you mm-hmm. know we had to tell him we had to reassure him that everything's gonna be good and we're gonna succeed no matter what so but they just want to see us succeed no matter what where and what we do but uh i feel like uh they definitely are our inspiration even like to this day yeah. you know they're just like no matter what you guys do even the, when we were going to come talk to you they're like oh you know like make sure you know you talk to chris and like you know just be humble and you know <laughs> yeah but no they they they, they i think there's nothing's ever been handed to yeah. us like even when we're on the indies like i know people come well, like i drove from chicago to new york like yeah. man we're we're like those northern hell tours yeah, we joke about. Highways, yeah, like I mean, anybody can love this when you have a guaranteed check yes. but man when we're driving up for 73 hours for tony candelo and sleeping on like frozen lakes yeah that's the real shit and we were, we're making a hundred bucks maybe yeah but like you go from that into like okay now you like making a good six-figure salary and now it's gone okay it, we're gonna get back yeah. somehow mm-hmm. somewhere we're gonna succeed like it's just in and our that's DNA. the beauty of it we have each other as mm-hmm. brothers it's such a hard business to be in right. anyways but like to you know have someone to lean on and vice versa is like man like what's the age difference to you guys three years that's pretty much the same as Matt and Jeff and Matt and Nick. Oh, wow. I think they're both three years apart. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, so yeah. especially in this cutthroat business, you know how this business works. Yeah. And if you don't have somebody, that could be very dark and it can eat you up. But as soon as we even, like, going back to when we got released, it was more like, okay, like, what's here? And you guys were together when you got that yes. call. Yes, yes. That's pretty. Yeah, we yeah. literally, like, 30 seconds apart, I got the call, he got the call. We, like, linked up right outside the ring where we train and shit he's already we like literally hugged we're like good run let's get back to it yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's yeah. like we're literally you don't want to dwell on it like no. it's you can't you dwell know. on the past you just make the most of it and all right man let's carry on let's this- well, I, I think one of you guys said like it pretty much unless you're one of the few exceptions it happens to everybody, everybody gets yeah. it eventually yeah you all know. our heroes have been through it yeah. you know <laughs> and yeah. they figured it out right, right you right. know everyone that sorry, it seems ahead. though look, the inspirational post is you're trying to pass along some of the the, the wisdom that you guys have learned onto maybe some people that are going through similar things. Well, sure. your fans. Well, yeah. I mean, like uh, when we, even before we got released, like a lot of kids from India reached out to us or still do. They're like, Hey, like you guys are such an inspiration to us. And you guys like, be Indian heroes, right? Yeah. Yeah, too, I, yeah. Yeah. I guess you can say that because like, we're not those jacked up giants, you know what I'm saying? Or like, we're just normal looking dudes, mm-hmm. you know, at that inspire. And, and that's been the number one key. I think ever since this release happened is like how much inspiration we're getting from kids from India who are saying what? that we inspire them. It's funny. It's like, I remember when Terry Taylor called us, he was like, this is going to be your real test. Yeah. Cause like, anybody could make it the first time, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, now this is going to prove your character. Like, yeah. can you stay grounded? Can you stay like focused and like, okay, pedal to the metal. Let's mm-hmm. get back to wherever we need to. Like, this is going to be our real test. Like, you know, the first time we made it to WWE was like, okay, and Chris, you know it, it better than anyone. Like, it's like, if you can get over the, everyone uh, takes a release differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can make the most of it or you can just be like, okay, that's just do all on it. And well, I mean, you see this and this is not cutting anybody down, but you see when there's releases, some guys, I mean, go back to, you mentioned Drew McIntyre. Right. He was released went back into the scene, made yeah. a huge name for himself. Eddie Guerrero did yeah. it. Uh, other guys... Gender dis- himself. Gender. Yeah. Perfect example, too. Yeah. Other guys just disappear. Yeah. yeah. You know, you never see them again. I don't think that's going to happen no, with you guys. No, it's no. different for you guys. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny. You talk about the motivation stuff. A lot of that is, like, to make yourself believe it. You know, because we all have insecurities, like I'm, like all of us in the world. And sometimes when you put it out there, it's just putting it to the universe. Because I really believe that, like, what you feel, what you believe, your words that's what comes back to you so like sometimes when i post it it's literally for me you know i hey like you know i'm posting this into the universe that i'm gonna be okay 
and I'm going to succeed and I'm still going to make it and wherever that is. And a lot of that, I feel like for just, guys like us, we're going to have to work still hard because we're not like these big names that got released, you know, like, oh, my God, you know, mm. yeah, we, we represent a certain market you know a certain uh category but like for us and we know that we're gonna have to put in the hard work we know we're gonna have to put the pedal to the metal and like really go out there and shine and show we belong no matter where we end up you know right. and, and we're ready for that because there's one a lot of things a lot of people like they oh you know outside looking in all looks great you know oh you're in the wwe but we love the business we love pro wrestling we grew up watching pro wrestling so we want to succeed in yeah. this business not just like within wwe but no matter where we end up you get a lot of feedback from from fans yeah you got let go saying yeah no i was like that was the thing like that surprised us actually yeah i thought especially being on two of us go ahead yeah i was gonna say the same thing like you know especially like it was we're the last one year we're so hidden that so many people like welcomed us like you know like the bookings that have been offered internationally and and just the fans because you don't know like you can't go and okay so you know like raw last night did 1.5 million and aw did 1 million but you don't know 205 live who's watching it exactly it was so hidden right yeah and that's where it's like whoa shit like you know fans actually enjoyed most fans enjoyed our work and like want to see us succeed and that's the beauty of it and that's the inspiration we get and it's like you know, if you can, and I remember you telling us this too, or just saying it in general. You're like, if you can get over in a gymnasium hall, you can get over anywhere. Mm-hmm. You so. can get over at WrestleMania, though. Yeah, yeah I remember. Uh, you said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever wise words. Yeah, I said. Yeah. that's the truth. If you know how to get over, yeah, you'll it doesn't fine. matter. Small building, over, yeah. big building, yeah. it all translates. Yeah. And if you can't get over in the small building, it's the same story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and you guys were always over in Vancouver in those areas, so yeah, it's yeah. no surprise at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's it, kind of the, that's the exciting part, the grind again, because yeah. like when I'm you're actually, when yeah. you're in the system, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you got the check coming in yeah. and you're kind of OK, nothing for you guys. OK, great. What? Like, I'll go home. Well, I guess. Catering is good. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, there's not much you can do, you know, right. to a, after a certain point. But now it's like you our destinies in our palms. Right. Yeah, like, so we can we can grind. And that's that is exciting because yeah. I mean, that's what we did for the last 13, so, 14 years. Right. You guys have really been. um Focusing on your fitness too, I see once again on Instagram yeah. a lot of uh, thirst trap pictures as I've been told. <laughs> you, know, you guys have ripped up a lot. Yeah. What's your kind of regimen for that? I mean, just dieting, yeah. dieting, and uh, counting uh, macros. Counting, counting macros. Yeah, explain what that is. So we got this app called My Fitness Pal. I'm sure you've heard of it. And like we got a coach down in uh, Vancouver who's just he'll like we'll check in with him every week and he'll based on how we're looking he'll give us our macro numbers for that week and, and macros calories or uh it's everything like it's micronutrients like so like your carbs fats protein gotcha, you get gotcha. a certain number and then uh i mean our uh, like we're never gonna be the biggest guys yeah so we're like, <laughs> like you know so you might 90 as well days we get all jacked up <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> <New> diet plan <laughs> we'll come back in uh tank tops yeah, that's right that's right so that, that's important the macros yes. works, yeah, it works especially so for us because it allows you to fit certain foods that you wouldn't be able to treat yourself to so it's like most it's kind of like if it fits your macros you can like put it you can you can fit it into your mm. meal plan you get a certain amount per week or something or? yes yes or gotcha. and it's just, day. it goes back to like again like yeah you're never going to be 300 pounds right. so you might as well just look as good as you can bruce lee yeah exactly yeah. right yeah. he looks and tv usually like if you're the more cut you are mm-hmm. the better you look and that was just kind of you know the feedback we always kind of got. I'm sure like, that inspires you even more. So I saw the milk ad that you did. You put your gear on oh, and the yeah. milk. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> A2 Milk Canada. <laughs> we got a little, plug, a little plug for A2 Milk. Uh, <laughs> uh, those pictures were taken in my backyard <laughs> on a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, the funny thing is, it was like, you, 
we were through WWE and we still had to post them after we got fired because like legally we had to. You can start wearing your new t-shirt too. Yeah, right. I'm so happy with that. You guys got to start your pro wrestling tea shop now. Yeah, we we have to. Yeah, it's actually in the process. All that stuff, man. You guys are, it's one of those things like I mentioned before, like if you you get divorced after 20 years, you got to jump back in. Like, what do I do now? Five years has changed. You know, things have changed now a lot. Exactly. So I got to feed the family and we've got to make the most of uh, every situation and every, you know, Every little piece of work we get now, you know, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, okay, we'll pick this up and we'll just, you know, we got to really put some thought process behind it. Going back to even like the pro wrestling tea stuff, like you can't just release any shirts. You got to be like, yeah. you know, like yeah. top designs and our creativity goes in. Do you know right. what I'm saying? That's yeah. the exciting part of it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like we said, you have the three months to really kind of focus and figure out because in three months, things are going <clears> to <throat> be even more open. You got to yeah. hit the ground running right yeah. you know no and that's what we're excited like there's like i i mean i always wanted to get back into acting because yeah. that was like a big passion of mine and right didn't now you, didn't you haven't you done some form of bollywood movie yeah no i have yeah yeah no yeah. i have and so but when, when wwe happened like of course but so it's crazy though like uh vancouver right now this is just luck or destiny is the place to be for acting with all mm-hmm. the streaming services mm-hmm. like netflix Amazon so much Prime. up there vancouver is yeah. pretty much the backdrop for every tv show yeah. if you watch them like yeah and, right. and so i'm just in the process of getting an agent so i'm like i'm so excited like you know in august i know like pilot season starting up so i want to get back out there and, and the sh- cool thing about all this like right now like ethnic minority people are in demand mm-hmm. for acting or for any yeah. gigs so, yeah, like, we like, so stuff like that where yeah. it's like i haven't done it for five years yeah. but it's like it's literally down the road for me now like it's the right, place not right. even la or new york we had to shoot down a lot of agencies up in canada just because we were there was like ran- shoot down yeah yeah because like, like we, we get random right offers now, right. we're with WWE, but now it's like hey we can go back to those agencies like hey you know like we're available we're available for work and that's exciting like that's like the potential of like getting a lot of work i'm like like every like the superman show is being filmed out there batwoman mm-hmm. is being filmed up there every day like everything's up there yeah and so like it's just in the back was up there filming as yeah, well. Right? So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that is a big thing that i'm like with the three months i'm zoning in on that so that's exciting for yeah. me. how about for for wrestling wise do you, do you have a, will you get a booking agent for that or just do it yourself or how does that all work I think, uh, to be honest, man, like we haven't thought about that. Yeah, it's the first time someone's asked us that, so that's something maybe we can talk about off here. But like, um, I think right now we're gonna just right now we're just doing our own thing. Like, Mm -hmm. like again, like the offers from like internationally like, yeah it's crazy like I the middle east one came in singapore philippines that's and great so people just find you yeah yeah and they're yeah. like found us on twitter and all that we're like that's cool like yeah like let's talk once the 90 days is up and bollywood booking 10 at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing like you, you mentioned because there is so much uh kind of work in every country and yeah. all around yeah. would you want to go right into another company or would you want to kind of do some world touring first I mean, that's that's, I mean, if depending. another company came calling, gotcha. obviously you got to go where the paycheck is and the right. guaranteed money, yeah. right? But like, you know, we're excited because we know no matter where we go, we can be a credit to that company and we can make help make that company money or be right. an asset for sure. No, no, we have total. Yeah. And that was, I was, I'm like, I know, like when <clears throat> when Sean messaged us, that was the one thing he said, and that really meant a lot. And I know guys like him wouldn't say things to, you know, because they don't have that time. Yeah, yeah just go out of their yeah, way to do that. Yeah, yeah, and for him to say like we're an asset to anybody like that meant a lot like mm-hmm. okay like you know well no matter what happens like i think we'll be okay you know and then that's the mindset the motivation and, and, and that's the that's the crazy thing is like uh, yeah our peers reached out but a lot of people who are like up there that have reached out like you know like like going back to like fully ran like go, just sending tweets yeah I mean, they don't man, have to like do that, that meant a lot yeah. like, going back like now that we've talked for like 45 minutes i'm just sitting here thinking like man we must have really impressed those guys and you know people like all those legends that we worked with like and th- those are people that we grew up watching. Yeah. So to get that 
you know, just that yeah. nod of approval. It's a good pat in the back yeah. when, when you, I mean, listen, yes, it's very positive. You guys went and worked out after, but deep down inside, it's like, oh no, like yeah. it's a little bit of uncertainty and yeah. probably a little bit of a, of a downer. So yeah. when you get that sort of encouragement, yeah. it makes you realize yeah. that we did something right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what keeps us going. And yeah. I think that's been the story of our entire career is like, you know, we, we even before we got signed by WWE, we were never those the indie buzz guys. Like we we, we had a little bit of buzz mm-hmm. with you know GFW or Rinka King in India with through Jeff Jarrett and all that. But like it was never like oh hey, these are the guys no. you need. Right? These are the guys you want. We were it wasn't like you were headlining PWG no, against no. the Bucks or something. Yeah, yeah it's not like we got a T-shirt or like a Raw shirt or a SmackDown mm-hmm. shirt. Hey, we're the red or blue. It was more like hey, even even when we did do CWC. I remember having that talk with the the talent relations department. They're like, hey, like just go in there and impress hunter mm-hmm. and okay like there's no guarantee even coming out of that but like we impressed him enough where we landed jobs and even when we got the call to come work with gender on uh, smackdown it wasn't a guaranteed run it was just like hey we're putting you guys in this three-week program let's see what happens that's three weeks turned into two and a half years well, and it's three weeks to show what you can do yeah exactly so right. it going, goes back we know how we can get ourselves over if just given the right time and mm-hmm. sure enough yeah, yeah. And we have some amazing people to work with along the way. And then we just have the ability to just succeed yeah. somehow, some way. But yeah. again, maybe just being smaller guys and a big man, still a relatively big man mm-hmm. sport, oh, right? Yeah. We just oh, somehow yeah, yeah. find a way to We're going to get big now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that A2 milk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Last few things to talk about. You mentioned it, and we always kind of have a joke about the legendary Tony Kandela oh, yes. on the Northern Tours. Tell us about, did you do one Northern Tour? We did a two. Tell us about some of your high spots from those tours. Yeah, it, 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 I, just, I, I think the first like uh the people people don't realize that driving yeah like you have to drive from vancouver to winnipeg then you have to pack all your food and that's 14 hours right there yes yeah in yeah. a ground in a, gr- in a, in a ground, ground, ground bus yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. so you go in vancouver to winnipeg so let me just explain for people who don't yep. know that the famous northern death tours the hell tours they can be held in the winter or the summer both are just as bad winter's colder summer's got pterodactyl mosquitoes <laughs> and, it's terrible. and you're driving from winnipeg up to the northern reserves the, yes. the first nation reserves which could be 25 hours in between lakes reservations and, yeah. with lakes and, in the middle and all this other stuff and if the lakes aren't frozen enough you stop where you are until they freeze over and you continue that journey there's literally like a truck that goes by and sticks up yeah pipe down the middle of a lake if it's frozen or not and yeah. then then the cars can proceed so yeah. if it's not frozen what do you do we just we so just sit on the stop. lake that's yeah. not like it's, it's great yeah hours. dude yeah. I, we had a what was it 72 74 hour drive once yeah it was like, like it was because that was the longest so what happened yeah happen. one time we had to go up love the business we, brother <laughs> we went up manitoba I think it was 24, 20 hours. The lakes weren't frozen enough, so we had to drive back down into the city of Winnipeg and go up the other way, back up. So that was like a 48 to 72-hour run, and just because, like, the lakes weren't frozen but enough. You know, you know what's funny? is like you can love this business when – you know you're at the top yeah. and you know on pay-per-views and you get a, even a weekly check and you're doing like tv shows but you really gotta love it when you're when you do that you know yeah, and that, like, dude, really and we, we did those tours because of you guys you yeah. edge christian you know rhino those guys you guys we were Don reading Callis, your, yeah Luther, all of us we were reading that. your books and we were like oh shit these guys did it and made it to the wwe and, like, like, remember, remember, and we're like oh shit we, we, we I remember tony too. saying like if, if you want to really test someone's love for yeah. this send them on a tour well, and, that, and that's why I've always had kind of a, a little bit of a soft spot for you guys for that reason, because it's just insane to even go through those. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you have to love it because when you're sleeping on the high school gym at the Hudson Bay Company by your peanut butter jar, yeah. which costs 45 bucks, yeah. you know, there's really nothing to do except for yeah. just love wrestling. That's I, all I, you I got. Something like I once um, Brett even told us, like Canadians have to work 
10 times hard for like the visa is a big issue and like then when we get here we have to stay here you know there's a lot of stuff like as canadians and this the travel schedule for us like vancouver to calgary used to be 13 hours in the winter time and we do those drives yeah yeah you know do them all the time yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and because it's for one show for 50 bucks exactly 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 even the drive even the flight that's why when they were the creative was asking do you guys want to fly out every week even if you don't do anything we're like hell yeah like just bring us into work we're flying we're, we're flying like, <laughs> these flights are easy so like two connections no problem brother <laughs> and going even Candelo's like you know his his tours were like four weeks long people forget it's not like just like a one right. one or two day thing it's like you're up there on, on these reserves for four weeks five weeks and then you and if there's a passing if someone passes away in that on that reserve gets every, everything gets canceled so you have to wait a day or two and and that's the thing too when you're saying a four-week tour it's not like there's 28 shows it no. could be like eight shows yeah. in those yeah. four yeah. weeks yeah. depending how long the drives are and what happens with the reservations and the chiefs and all that yeah. other stuff yeah you learn a whole different part of life yes. yeah when you're up there yeah which is something people don't even yeah, realize you, you appreciate yeah. everything and you you uh learn to respect their community and you know show love to them because man it's, it's like to your point like what what costs like two dollars for a gallon down here in winnipeg is like 10 bucks up there mm. it's like twice the money and twice the right, amount and right. so like you pack enough food yeah. from vancouver just so you don't run out of food and yeah. watch tony call us now i'm like hey you guys <laughs> I don't know if will. i do another tour <laughs> he's still running them <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run yeah how much you love the business kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got you're, gonna want, you're gonna want a limousine to take you that 28 hour drive <laughs> across the lake did you ever want to do one <laughs> <laughs> did you do the summer or the winter i did the summer uh, i never did a candela death tour because i was much smarter than that but my very first <laughs> tour ever was uh bob holiday was the local promoter yeah. for wwe for years and years and years and he ran a tour in the summer ah. so i had the summer uh, yeah. uh experience which isn't much better than the winter like you're on boats and stuff I well no you uh, drive around the lake uh, on so dirt roads yeah. gravel roads and That's you're brutal. going 75 you yeah. know clicks 80 clicks an hour on those roads you're sliding back yeah. and forth and the mosquitoes and all the same thing except for it was you know Manitoba in the winter is freezing. Yeah. Right. Manitoba in the summer is super hot yeah, and humid yeah, yeah. with tons of bugs. Yeah. So I got that side of it. Uh, friendly, friendly Manitoba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Bring all your 8 by 10s That's right. Yeah, brother. And your Polaroids. <laughs> yeah. Last question for you. You guys had a five-year run. Uh, we've talked a lot about it. What are your favorite matches from that time frame? Is there a few that stand out for you? Uh, for or moments? Yeah, moments. Oh, man. There's a couple. Match-wise, I think we had a match uh, with the Legato Del Fantoso. With who now? Legato. Uh, what's their second Legato. Yeah, yeah, they're with uh, Escobar, Santos. Escobar. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was for the Dusty Classic first round, and that was the match. I remember coming back, and like Terry, I mean, he's ripped us apart many times, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, that's awesome. That's great. And I was like, you know that's when I was like, and Sean had great things to say about it. And that's that would be the match wise. Yeah, even though uh, the stuff we did with AJ on SmackDown was fun, just because yeah. you know he he was actually able to give us a lot in that match and uh, give. So us, you, AJ was trying to get through you guys to get, to get to gender. gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and maybe a lot of off camera moments. You know, again going back to our parents, like you know, like having them come to our first live event at Rogers Arena in Vancouver. That was pretty yeah. cool. Like 
that's where our dad used to take us for like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. pay-per-view well there was that smackdown at uh, rogers arena right yeah and then that was cool. yeah Vancouver, we got to go like, back there i mean i mean i'm not we're not that super over but that <laughs> night man it was cool like you guys are super over the rogers man, yeah, if you pulled up that 205 there was a ball there was a <laughs> we got a standing on <laughs> i think i saw that on uh the news it was on the news, the news and like oh, oh, no, yeah. I like, vancouver loves us like the city yeah. of vancouver i think like, anna just loves three of us a lot those are great moments man yeah when we travel the world yeah like we literally travel the world like and then not, not a whole lot of but, people but the coolest thing was like going back to the gender run um is even though when we were doing the managing stuff with him just sitting in the locker room listening to randy and cena and aj whoever gender was working that night like putting a match together you know like, like it just like flies on the wall listening to everything mm-hmm. and soaking in as a sponge and then just like shit you can't learn that stuff in a wrestling school mm-hmm. or like sitting in a classroom or like breaking down a match that stuff is like old school on the job like, yeah, no, I know. I feel like we got fly training when we were with gender, like all the locker room just loved us because we were just, you know, we got along with everybody. And like, I know Brody would you know, always like, you know, joke around with us, play yeah. hockey. And mm-hmm. it was just a lot of fun, like traveling the world. Poor Brody was a leaf scent. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was a big yeah. leaf Poor fan, guy. Right. <laughs> we would all do the hacky sack game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warm up the hips. <laughs> it's interesting, too, because Cena, um, I think at that point was basically calling everything in the ring. Right. right. Yeah. 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 I remember that's yeah. a lost art. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that was actually, uh, you, that's a moment I totally forgot about in Tampa yeah. when I remember us standing in Gorilla and Cena's music hit and he ran out by us. And I was like, oh, I gave me goosebumps. Like, that's Sean Cena, you know? And we're just like trying to get over, trying to make it in this. And we're going to be in the ring with, yeah, even and, if it's and, for a couple even, of bumps. Even with him, it was always like, why we're doing And he's one of the old school guys. Like, kind of like, uh, you one of the last few guys that can do the calling it on the fly because he came through the ranks with you and Sean and learned from that era. So it's like, you listen to him as why and where you put certain things. And I remember him putting that match together with Jinder. And besides, I think the commercial break spot, like everything else was like, well, Call it out there. Call man. the ring, yeah. Yeah, man. That's him, so. yeah. Well, dude, you guys had a had a, had a five-year run in the WWE. That's something to be proud of, and I'm sure there's a lot more to come. A lot more, baby. Lots of big matches. Yep. Conde- death tour first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bollywood boys come to uh, Bloodstain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks. brother.